Hi everyone, this is Elizabeth Linish. I'm the seminary intern at St. John's Episcopal Church in Minneapolis, and you're listening to a storytelling podcast from the St. John's community. Each Sunday during Lent, we'll be talking to a different member of our community and asking them to tell stories that connect to the gospel reading for the day. We're hoping you find meaning and connection in these stories, and we're so glad you're listening. Welcome, everyone. We're here with Tom Lutz as part of our Lent series of hearing each other's stories and finding connection and meaning uh, from them. So, Tom, welcome. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, can you just tell us um, a tiny bit about you, uh, where you're where you're joining us from here and uh, how long you've been connected to St. John's? And then if you could think of something in your life that's bringing you happiness, we'd love to love to just hear that. We're starting starting out with that. Currently, I am sitting. Um, well, so my wife and I, we, we say that we live in this weird Bermuda Triangle. Um, we are mailing addresses in Coon Rapids, but I can see the Andover city line from my window. And if I cross the street, I'm in Anoka. Uh, so my association with St. John's, um, if I'm remembering correctly, the last time that I stood in the St. John's building was when my kid was, you know, in swaddles. So, you know, of course he's, he's 18 months old, um, uh, but yeah, and so and on top of that, uh, he is definitely the, um, how would you say it, the, the, the bright thing, the... Something bringing you happiness. Yeah. Something bringing me happiness, yeah. Um, in amongst everything else that's going on in life, um, yeah, my 18-month-old goober definitely helps me out. That's great. Thank you for, for sharing that with us. We can imagine the chaos that is probably also accompanying that happiness, too. So Tom, the theme of the week is about movement, about transformation and change. The gospel talks about moving from darkness into the light. So we'd love to hear a story from you about facing something hard and moving through it into a different place, into a, into a place of light. So the, the story that I, I want to tell, um, once upon a time in a former life, um, I was a uh, high school teacher. Um, and so I, I spent, I was five years on faculty at a charter school in Forest Lake, um, which I absolutely loved. Um, I got in there, I was, I was teaching ninth grade English. Um, I was, um, well, by the time I finished at the school, finished the five years, I was um, coaching debate in the fall. And then I was one of the uh, assistant track coaches in the spring. I got into teaching because I wanted to be there for kids who needed a teacher, right? I wanted to be there for kids who needed an adult to take them seriously. And, and more often than not, you know, when you're coaching, it's a little bit more casual interactions with, um, you know, student athletes or whatever. So, um, you know, those, those interactions were really kind of um, what I treasured. And, and I say all of that um, because, you know, really trying to emphasize that, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, um, the time and the work when I was at the, at the school and, and working as a teacher. The scripture that we've got is about movement you know uh the scripture says moving from darkness into light and of course i'm not trying to 
I'm not trying to paint teaching as, um, you know, darkness or anything like that. Not at all. Um, but it was the movement, you know, the hard, the hard movement for me, mm-hmm. um, because I, I don't work at the, at the high school anymore. Right. So, um, the decision to, uh, leave the school, it was, it was really difficult. Um, you know, leaving the students, leaving the kids was really difficult. Um, I really treasured the interactions that I had with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really treasured being there for them, mm-hmm. you know, being able to be an adult who took them seriously. Say more about what it was like to come to the realization that something needed to change. It's that, you know, yeah. was it immediate? Did it take time? What was that like for you to realize that where you were wasn't the right place? The the realization that it was it was time for me to move on. Um, it was not it wasn't an overnight sort of thing, right? It was definitely um, so if we relate it back to scripture, it was one of those where I was definitely wrestling um, with a sense of calling. I was wrestling with a sense of, um, you know, just, where did God want me to be? Or um, mm-hmm. where was I best situated to encounter God? Um, and again, this is this is the part where, you know, like I'm... Uh, I'm not comfortable saying, you know, oh, I left darkness and entered the light. You know, I'm not going to characterize teaching like it was darkness, you know, because there, there was plenty of plenty of God moment, God moments at at the school. Um, but it was the, the realization that I had. So I had got into teaching saying that I wanted to be there for kids who needed a teacher. I wanted to be there for kids who, um, you know, who needed an adult to take them seriously. Um, you know, and it was that slow realization of like, I'm, I'm doing that, but I'm not really doing it the way that I want to be. And so the shift, the shift that I started to make was, um, well, you know, part of it, you know, just career wise, um, I decided to go and um, use my army training. You know, I had um, I had the my bachelor's is in English education, so I was using the teaching license. But you know, I also have this um, army training, and my army training is as a medic, right? So I kind of used that as a springboard, and I got into EMS. And as I was thinking about this change, right, um, I started to refocus and saying, what would it be like? to encounter, to, to be, have the opportunity to be the best part of somebody's worst day, you know, Mm -hmm. to get into EMS and really, and meet people in just, you know, horrible circumstances, you know? Um, That's a really powerful phrase though, to be the best part of someone's worst day. To me, there's a real calling and a vocation baked into that sentiment as well. Did, did that feel, did that feel true? It, there is a sense of vocation to it, right? Um, there is a sense that this type of calling, you know, it's not an easy one, 
you know, and, and again, like to, to make it very clear, it's not like teaching is easy either, <laughs> but yeah, but this, this sense of calling, um, you know, to, to go in and yeah, and trying to be the best part of somebody's worst day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've had some of those experiences. Um, so the, the one that really um, comes to mind I had to, um, I transported a gentleman to inpatient mental health, um, service. Um, and I'm transporting him, you know, and we're talking and trying really hard, like trying to connect with him. Um, you know, and at a a certain point he's like, you know, am I, am I going to a locked unit? Like, yes. And just the despair on his face. Mm it's just heartbreaking. And it was weird because there was this very distinct shift because all like, I don't even know how the heck it happened. Right. But all of a sudden I noticed his tattoo and he noticed my tattoo. Hmm. Um, So he had an army tattoo. Um, And so like, I looked at him like, wait, are you a vet? He's like, yeah. And so I show him my army tattoo and, you know, so there's this shift all of a sudden in the, in the discussion, all of a sudden, like we started taking care of each other. So in the midst of this, just really, um, really hard call, all of a sudden there's this light, you know, mm. the, the kind of identifying the shared experience you know, trying to, trying to give each other hope, you know, like, so I'm trying to encourage him, like, you know, you're, you're going here for something that you need and, and him kind of encouraging me, like, you know, it's okay. I, I know that, you know, (laughs) he was, I don't know. He was comforting me too. Right. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's some of those type of experiences where it's just, it comes out of nowhere, right? It hits you up the side of the head and it's just, by the time you're done with it, you're like, yep, I'm in the right spot. Mm. You know, this is, this is okay. Mm. The clarity that this is in fact what you should be doing at this exact moment. Right. There's a, there is a movement that you are describing. You described the movement from teaching to EMS. You described the movement in this conversation. You're describing a very dynamic world in which mm-hmm. God is moving. Um, yeah. It's uh, probably unsettling sometimes, but also yeah. exciting and powerful. And I feel like a little bit of what this story is, is me trying to chase something thinking about the end of my time in the classroom, um, you know, I kind of, you know, I felt myself kind of settle into a routine that I didn't want to settle into, mm-hmm. you know, and then, so yeah, that leaving that and, and shifting and moving and trying to chase something and getting into EMS, which, you know, the only certainty that you have in EMS is uncertainty you know, and having that, yeah, the, the, the dynamic nature of it, um, 
I have a really hard time accepting uncertainty, right? It's just one of the things about me as, as a person. Like I, I really like to have things clearly delineated. And yet here I am working in this field. And I just said, the only certainty that we have is uncertainty. Um, and, you know, there are all sorts of calls where you, f- you finish it, you, c- you clear the call and you just feel exhausted and just strung out. But sometimes you have that moment of clarity. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it, it is, it's dynamic. It's a movement. It's confounding and wonderful and all of those sorts of things. I love that. Confounding and wonderful. Right. Well, and, and, you know, and I, I feel like we're also, I feel like that's also where we're supposed to be with church too. Hmm. Say more about that. So, you know, with this speaking specifically as a Lenten series, right. Isn't that what Lent is supposed to be, right. Isn't it supposed to be utterly confounding and wonderful and beautiful and austere, um, I mean, I'm, I'm firmly, firmly of the opinion that if church makes you comfortable, then you're at the wrong church. Well, Tom, anything else that you'd want to say about this movement, about this confounding and wonderful, about God's movement in your life? I mean, th- this is kind of where I am, right? This ever movement. Um, and... Yeah, I am. I am confounded by it, and I'm. I'm trying to. I don't know. Come to grips with it, or make my peace with it, um, because you know, trying to be open to the movement of the spirit. Um, just you know, trying to be open to anything that life throws at us. Um, you know, I am. We are in the midst of change. Well, Tom, I'm uh, I'm so grateful for this story. It's um, I'm it's just a wonderful wonderful to hear more about you and to hear um, about your journey in this dynamic world of change and messiness. And I'm wondering, is there anything right now that you're um, that you're doing a spiritual practice or that you're finding a mm. poem or a piece of writing or music that's uh, bringing you closer to God that you're finding meaning in at this moment in your life? And if you'd be willing to share right. that with with us. Right. Yes, absolutely. I have mentioned to you that, um, I, where I am right now, I, I feel like I, I need to be prompted to make space for prayer. Um, and so what I've been using is an app, um, called, um, praise you go to put together by, um, a community of Jesuits in London. Um, and, the piece of this that's very on brand is the Jesuits talk about uh, living with one foot raised. That's part of the reason why I like the Jesuits, part of the reason why I like Ignatian spirituality. Um, And in fact, you know, the pray as you go app, it's designed um, to kind of guide folks through um, meditation and reflection um, with music and scripture on their daily commute. And so this is something you're finding time for in the in the midst of the movement of your life. I listen to it on my morning commute. So <laughs> that's yep. great. Pray as you go with the Jesuits. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Tom, and again for sharing your story and for 
um, letting folks be invited into a, a little bit of what's what's moving for you both in the scriptures and in your your life today. So we're so grateful and so glad you're part of St. John's. Thank you. Thanks also to all of you for joining us as listeners. We're so grateful you are here and we hope you see God's movement in your lives this week. Be well. <laughs>